Hey, and welcome to All Things Renovation with Brandy the Boss Lady and Paul the Wood Magician. We are a fun-loving couple who eat, breathe, and live all things renovation, and we'll be your hosts on this podcast. We created the podcast to help you take a confident role in your renovation dreams. In this series, you'll learn how to plan your renovation, know whether your project is a job for you or a contractor, how to hire and work with a contractor, and loads of pro tips on how to turn your renovation dreams into a reality. Let's jump in. This podcast is brought to you by Woodby Art. Woodby Art is a renovation company providing you a renovation experience you will actually love. We specialize in turning anything our clients can dream up, pin up, or sketch up on a napkin into reality, making their houses feel more like home. Visit us at woodbeart.com to book your complimentary consultation today with Brandy the Boss Lady and Paul the Wood Magician. Welcome to the first ever All Things Renovation Podcast. I'm Brandy, aka the Boss Lady. And I'm Paul, aka the Wood Magician. Combined, we have like, what is 75 years worth of experience in the renovation arena. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think we both have more than a few gray hairs to back that one up. And actually, I think you have a few more than I do. Yours just camouflages better. Hmm. I have to say I'm beyond excited to do this and a little bit nervous. The next best thing after doing renovations is talking about them. I'd like to share our why, what the intention or what the vision is for the show. We want listeners to get a good, quick, and valuable bits of advice We want to help people to renovate their homes by learning more about the process, ideally empower them to take a confident role in their renovation dreams. We want to share our knowledge, ideas, innovations in the renovation field, and we'll have guests from the trades, designers, suppliers, the finance sectors, and to do some on-site chats as well. We want to remove the stigma around contractors and showcase the good ones. Loftily, I'd love to encourage more people to consider getting into the trades, especially women. There have been so many articles in the media showcasing the predicted skilled work shortage um, in almost every sector as the boomers gradually retire. One stat I read recently mentions that 62% of firms struggle to fill the skilled trade positions from electricians, welders, plumbers, carpenters, and the list goes on and on. Trades are a great option for anyone looking to get into a long-term, good-paying, steady job and with lots of skill building and opportunity for advancement. For those who don't know, Brandy and I have been partners in life and business. We have two amazing kids, and while we currently pet-free, we are dog lovers. Oh, and we are also addicted to renovating. Yep, we've been doing renos on our own houses and those of our clients for a couple of decades, through our own business and longer still, while we were working for others learning the ropes. Basically, we eat, breathe, and dream renovation. It's a sickness, really. I think maybe we should coin the uh, serial, serial renovation-itis as a disease. <laughs> Paul, why don't you share with everyone your path to the tools? Huh. Well, I'd say I'd have to go all the way back to being a child. I'm building tree forts, more than one in my parents' backyard, including leaving my dad's tools out in the rain. Well, that never went over well. Then, of course, high school came along and started the shop class, or what we known as wood butchery at the time. Uh, and then various trade-related jobs after graduation, starting with bricklaying, uh, laboring at a reno company, and eventually finding a way to the joinery ALTT program at BCIT, where I met a certain someone whose name starts with a B. 
<laughs> working in some custom shops and eventually starting the Woodby Art Cabinet Biz with you. Your turn, Brandy. Well, my name does start with a B, so not coincidental there. Uh, my path was more diverse. Kind of a flash dance story in reverse, right? I was a ballet dancer turned into tradeswoman. I traded in the bun head and the point shoes for steel-toed boots and a hard hat. I enrolled into the same joinery program at BCIT as you, and I was one of two women, so socially the odds were in my favor. You and I met there on the very first day, and we've never looked back. I figure there was dust or magic dust in that shop. Nope. I knew a good thing when I saw it, and I had to act fast. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty speedy back then. After completing the program, I worked on the shop floor in a few shops for a number of years. I did my apprenticeship and got my Red Seal ticket in joinery. And then I advanced through the ranks and became a junior estimator, a draftsperson, uh, and got into some project management before starting Woodby Art with you. Initially, we provided custom wood furniture and cabinetry. Uh, I handled some of the kitchen design. We did fabrication and installation of everything that we produced. Uh, we specialize and continue to specialize in quirky spaces in old heritage houses that require a lot of creative thinking and top-level craftsmanship to make those projects shine. Over time, our clients kept requesting that we help with the other aspects of the project beyond just the cabinetry. So after the kids went to school full-time, I took on expanding of the offerings to include full-on general contracting and project management for the projects of various sizes, kitchens, bathrooms, decks, through the whole houses, and now we are would-be art renovations. Me, the head boss lady at the helm, and you, the wood magician, adding the custom work and finishing touches to make our project shine. Now, I came to the trades wanting a skill and developed a love for the work that we do. In fact, I'd probably do what I do, even if I didn't have to earn a living. But you've always had the heart of a craftsman. Now, what is it you love about woodworking and renovation so much? Hmm, good question. I think for me personally, it's a lot of creativity. I know that for me, I have a bit of an artistic background, and this gives me an opportunity to. Uh, to be artistic as well as the challenges that come along in trying to create something special for someone. You know, there's no question that um, it's nice to come into the shop every day and leave and smell of wood. There are worse things in the world to be smelled than that. Um, so that part I like. Um, I think also the main thing for me, especially, is at the end creating a beautiful and well-made project um, that for happy clients is rewarding at the end of the day when you've finished all the hard work and someone is happy and they get to enjoy that for years to come. It's, it's a nice thing. Yeah, I'd say there's that that tangible aspect of what you do, not just moving one stack of paper from one side of your desk to the other. For me, I, I love that transformation that happens in our clients' homes. You know, they get improved function, but they also get this ability to create this vision and make their houses feel more like their homes instead of just a place that they reside. And I love that when we've completed the project, um, we also helped to alter the stigma around contractors. We provided an experience that is enjoyable as it can possibly be, and that the client feels 100% comfortable referring us onward to people in their networks. And it's sort of these intangible components that keep me motivated to serve. Now, who or what projects sort of stick in your mind and why, Paul? Um, you know, there's a number of them that we've done over the years, like crazy amount of projects, but there's always, you know, those few that stick in our minds that we talk about on a regular basis. Yeah, that's a hard one. It's been 20 some odd years now. Uh, but it's funny, the two kitchens we did at the same time of all things, normally we just do one at a time or try to anyhow. 
um, just for time constraints. One was for her 50th uh, birthday, if I remember. And the other one was a contract, and we just had to get her done. Um, that would be Deb and Steve's face frame traditional white kitchen. Not very large, um, but jam-packed with lots of details. So many details. And very... Um, fastidious client super guy but very meticulous um and and was a joy working with them and, and finishing the details that they were expecting and then got and at the same time as michael and Kristen's kitchen which i think is still probably overall my favorite kitchen um the color of the mahogany and the combination of the white some beautiful appliances and a wonderful large space um i, I still really enjoy that one yeah. And that, that green tile backsplash that they chose. Yeah, that's right. And then they had like a ridiculous amount of drawers in there, it felt like. And they have one that's fully dedicated to dried mushrooms. Yeah. It's like amazing. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I think for me, anything that's architecturally interesting or really, um, really diverse. So we did a project recently way over on the west side near UBC um, where we had a uh, some beams that we needed to clad in a vaulted ceiling um, area in a living room. And they were just, you know, drywall beams that had nothing special going on with them. And um, we ended up basically building like a little U shape and we put it over top of the beams. And it really made that ceiling shine and it added that little bit of architectural detail that kind of brought the the wood flooring that we put in and the ceiling kind of together. And, and um, yeah, I we, thought that was pretty cool. We even added lights in them as well. Yeah, that's right. We didn't did. have enough light in the room. Yeah, some little um, puck, lights. puck lights in there. Yeah. Um, and I also loved the kitchen we did with the, the bamboo and the blue paint. That yes. was a very bold choice. Very bold choice. And um, that one was really, really fun. Yeah. Um, I guess a couple of the other things, you know, I love is that sometimes our clients choose some really cool fixtures or products. So um, these days, the freestanding bathtub is kind of that ah, in your master item. bathroom yeah. or whatever. And there's one out there right now that one of our clients chose, and it's a Victorian Albert line. And it's just amazing, beautiful, um, well-crafted fixtures and um, very elegant, very elegant, you know, it's very timeless. And I think they have this really cool pop up pop down drain where the water fills up to a certain point. And if it goes over a certain point, cause it's weighted, the drain will release and let go of some of the water. So they, they've got some really kind of interesting innovations happening these days, especially in plumbing. Now to close out the show today, I'd like to ask you what your favorite tool is. <laughs> Or maybe you have well, a few I've, of them. I have a lot. Um, okay. Well, I think there's one that makes all the money, basically, and that's the, the cabinet saw. I've had that 20-some-odd years, and it just keeps working every day. So that's without that, we're not making any money, basically. It's the go-to machine. I do have a couple little ones that I should have bought years ago, and for some silly reason, I just never wanted to spend a $300 or so, and that's the little fine... Uh, articulating saw that pretty well cuts anything in the that most thing is bizarre gold. that thing is in fact people my neighbors tend to borrow it now and then just to do something that thing's worth it every penny and the actual little cordless uh skill saw the six inch makito one i know you totally laughed at me when i, said I that thought word, it was I a lot of my garden you actually use that thing i think i use it every day um, i recommend anyone that wants a little saw if you're a homeowner or not it's worth the 100 bucks buy it yeah, I'm sure there's other ones, but we'll just yeah. stop it out of your old Well, day. like a huge throwback, you know, it's not Thursday, but throwback Thursday would be um, when we got the Sawzall, when we were oh, doing our first, first demos. House. Yeah. And still have it. That thing is a freaking amazing. Yeah. That was a total game changer. Yeah. 
you know, and we were so excited to get that thing. It was just, it was so funny. Yeah, you can't renovate with a one of You know, that, the day we got that, that was a really good day. Yeah. And I also remember uh, the transition between dowling and biscuit joining for, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, long time ago, different yeah. joints. And that's like totally aging ourselves. And and then since then, like the whole Festool line that has come out, yeah. like all of those tools are like so sleek and they work so well and there's they've been really well thought out. So it's a huge money, like upfront money investment to to buy any of those things, but they're yeah, they're worth every penny, I think. Yeah. All right. So we'll we'll leave it there today. I think people have gotten a good idea of, you know, who we are and where we've come from. And um I just really love to thank everybody for listening to this very first episode of All Things Renovation. You can head over to the show uh, notes, All Things Renovations, for anything resource-wise, um, or cruise over to woodbeart.com and check out more of our work that we were talking about. And if you're into it, get social with us there. We're on all the, the channels, Insta, Facebook, all that good stuff. And um, ciao for now. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today and learning about all things renovation. We hope after listening, you feel even more empowered to take a confident role in your renovation dreams. You can find all additional episodes and resources for all things renovation at our website, allthingsrenovation.com. And if you're ready to make your house feel more like home, you can contact us at woodbeart.com to get started on your dream project now.